I just want to say thanks again to GrowthDay.com for sponsoring this podcast. GrowthDay is a number one self-improvement system. It has all the tools, motivational classes, and life coaching you need to fulfill your potential. If you love journaling, tracking your habits, setting goals, and learning from inspiring motivational speakers and wellness coaches, then you'll love Growth Day. I teach on Growth Day every month, and I love to see you on the app. Go to growthday.com for a free trial. Join 300,000 people making self-improvement a way of life. Visit growthday.com to start your new life with a free trial today. So I was thinking about this, and this is going to be, I feel like, a deep message, Um, a message where, you know, I'm going to take my time, and I don't know how long I'm going to be on here, but I titled this, you know, Three Things to Remember in Hard Times, and I don't know if it's going to be three things or one thing, but I'm just going to follow my heart if that's okay with you. But number one, what I want to tell you is, um, and you'll read this and protect your peace if you get the book, but number one, the thing that I want to tell you is, You have to remember and have to know. I'm sorry. You have to remember, you have to know. Thanks for sharing, Darlene. That things will get better. And when you're going through hard times, you have to tell yourself, man, I know it's hard to, especially when you're hit by so many storms and all you're seeing is the pain. All you're seeing is what went wrong. And I know it's so hard to reframe your perspective to see the good in any situation. But I want to tell you, man, this year might be hard for you, right? We're going to all go through hard times, every human being. That's what makes us alike is this human experience of up and downs, you know, storms and sunshines. We all will have our our dose, our, our date with both of those things. But one thing that always helps me when I'm going through a hard time, I always tell myself it could get worse and it will get better, right? It could be worse or it will, and it will get better. And so I want y'all to just type in the chat right now and just program your mind to know that it will get better. And I don't know what the better looks like. I don't know when the better is coming, but I do know um, no storm lasts forever. I do know that the foundation for pain, the foundation for, excuse me, power is pain. I do know the foundation for strength is sometimes struggle. And I do believe that things will change in your life. I do believe your breakthrough is coming. And I know it's so hard to believe, like when you stay in the same situation, you're experiencing the same stuff. But I always try to tell you guys, like one of the most powerful things that you can do to create a change in your life that you can control is renew, is work on the renewal of your mind. And one of the best ways to work on that is to tell yourself things and have that perspective shift and speak life into your life and tell yourself, you know, this is all working out for my good, even though it doesn't seem like it. Trust me, there's times in, in my past, in my past few years, where I'm telling myself this, I'm like, Trent, you don't even believe this. But I have to stop myself and say, no, it's gonna work out for your good. The tables are gonna turn, things are gonna turn around. And it took me having the renewal of my mind. It took me doing things like this, like sitting outside at night, uh, thanking God, praying to God, um, sitting outside at night, thinking about my journey, thinking about the things I can change and I can control and the things I need to fix in my own life. And that renewal of the mind, knowing that better is coming for your life, knowing that a breakthrough is coming, knowing that there's more to your life, that's the things that change your life, y'all, because I'm gonna be real with you. We can't always change our situation. And I'm just keeping 100 with you. We can't always change our situation. We can't always 
change people. I mean, we never can change people. We can't always change our financial situation, right? We can pray and pray and pray, but what has to change is our mindset towards it. What has to change is our perspective towards it. So I do want to tell you, like, put that in your life. Like, tell yourself it will get better. And some people might say, oh, that's super optimistic. And yeah, it's just words. But what's the other option? Telling yourself it's going to get worse? What is that going to do for you? Telling yourself this pain is going to last forever? What is that going to do for you? Because I'm not a neurologist or I'm not a person that studies the brain, but I do know common sense tells me what you focus on is what you will feel. What you focus on is what you will feel. So why would you focus on something that will not help your life? Why would you use language that keeps you in the same place that you're trying to escape from? So I want you to think about that. Like, how can you apply that to your life tonight? How can you apply that to your life in certain circumstances and telling yourself it will get better? And I know people, listen, that have been dealing with sicknesses and, and kids have been dealing with sicknesses and people have been dealing with trials for years. And it's like, I want to say that, but I don't believe that. But you have to start with belief. Like, belief opens the doors up to change. It opens the doors up to experiencing something different in your life. You have to believe it. So that's number one. I want to tell you to tell yourself it will get better. And this is the second thing I want to talk about. You know, losses, adversity is going to happen in life, y'all. You know, I'm not on here to sugarcoat. I'm not on, I'm not on here to give you feel-good messages. I'm not in, on here to blind you to the reality of life. The reality of life is that sometimes seasons suck, y'all. Like, drop a heart emoji if you've been through a sucky season. Like sometimes seasons suck. Sometimes things don't go right. It feels like everything is going wrong. It feels like people are against you. It feels like it's setback after setback, loss after loss. Every time it seems like you get back up, you get knocked back down. Every time it seems like you get your head above water, another storm floods your life. You're hit with another wave of struggle, another wave of pain. Like I get you. And I don't think any of us are exempt from that. I know I go through my situations, but I'm gonna tell you something that really changed me. And this probably happened in the last year is I change the way I look at adversity. And that adversity could be anything. It could be how people treat me. It could be something failing. It could be, you know, health stuff. Like, I change the way I look at adversity. And how I look at adversity is simply this. And I want to give this gift to you. The gift of responsibility. And I know when I talk about this, sometimes we don't want the responsibility. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, my son had a game today. And... The game was tough, um, and, you know, the refs weren't good refs. But on the way home, you know, everybody was like, oh, the refs called a bad game, and it was true. But I said, Tristan, I said, by blaming the referees, you are taking the gift away from yourself. Mm. Y'all listen to this, please. And it might not be a basketball game in your life, but it might be something that is adverse in your life, right? Something that's hard in your life. Maybe it's how somebody's treating you. Maybe it's a job treating you unfair. Maybe it's a whatever it may be. And I told Tristan, I said, hey, bro, because he was down. Like, he's a, he's he, he doesn't like to lose. He's just like me. And I said, hey, bro, everybody's blaming the referees. I don't want you to do that. Because when you do that, you give the power to the referees. You give the power to that situation, and you miss the gift of responsibility. And the gift of responsibility says, you know what? It's on me. You know what? Maybe I didn't prepare good enough. You know what? Maybe I did get my all, but maybe we just weren't the best team on that day. And what happens is, is that when you take the gift of responsibility, can somebody write in the chat what happens? Can somebody just write in the chat what they think happens when you give yourself the gift of responsibility to say, you know what? It's on me. 
can anybody write in the chat for me? Like, I want to see y'all. I want to see some answers. Can somebody write in the chat for me what that does when you give yourself the gift of responsibility? And listen, sometimes it's hard because sometimes it's like, Trent, how can I take responsibility over how someone treated me? How can I take responsibility over, you know, this situation I didn't create? Like, how can I take responsibility for these things? But can somebody tell me in the chat, by giving yourself the gift of responsibility, why is that so powerful? Why is that so powerful? Somebody let me know. I'm looking in the chat right now. Why is that so powerful? Thanks for the stars, I appreciate it. Yes, accountability, but somebody tell me why. Why is that so powerful? And how can that change your life? It's a reason why I've always said it all starts with you. It's a reason. That statement is giving you the gift of responsibility. There you go, Ty Hicks. Ty Hicks, there you go. You hit it. Ty Hicks. Yes. Ella Wood. Yes, you hit it. Darlene, you hit it. Yes. You get you get your power back. Helps me grow, gives me the power. Y'all, we can't control the experience that happens in our life. We sometimes can influence it but you're always in control of the meaning you give to the experience. This is crucial. So for some of you, you are keeping the responsibility in the person's hands that broke your heart. You are keeping the responsibility in the person's hands that took away your dream. You are keeping, the re you are giving the gift of responsibility to your past, whatever it is, because listen, and rightfully so, you're blaming them, and rightfully so, they probably deserve it. That situation is probably true. But when you do that, you miss the opportunity to take your power back. And listen, 2024, you're gonna go through moments. Like I told my son, bro, this is not gonna be your last loss. But don't you ever give the gift of responsibility to someone else. Don't give it to the other team, don't give it to the referees. Don't even give it to your teammates. Don't blame your teammates, put it on yourself. It is one of the biggest tools in growing your life to say, you know what, it's on me. I could have been better. Maybe I shouldn't have put myself in that situation. Maybe I stayed in this situation too long. You know what? Man, this situation broke my heart, but I'm gonna make sure I learn from this situation. When you do that, you give the gift of responsibility to yourself, and that's when you take your power back. So the question I wanna ask y'all here tonight is what has your power? I was sitting out here thinking in my life, like what has my power right now? What am I blaming? What am I giving the privilege of responsibility to? And how can I take my power back? Because like I told my son, bro, when you hit adversity, there's only two things that can happen. You can lose and you can blame. That's the number one. You can lose and blame. You can lose and the only way you lose in life is if you don't give yourself the responsibility. The only way you lose in life is if you blame. The only way that person wins and breaking your heart is that you never go live your life the rest of your life and you blame them for the rest of your life. That's how they win. That job that fired you, how they win for the rest of your life is you going to blame that job for the rest of your life. And I get it. They deserve all the blame. It's all facts. It's all truth. But then there's the second part that you could choose what adversity is. I'm going to learn. You can either lose or you can learn. And there's never a loss when you learn from it. And sometimes our greatest teachers in life are not our wins. It's not the sunshine. It's how we endure the storm. Some of us, we're praying for strength, 
But yet, when God gives us things to be strong, we complain. Some of us were praying to grow to a greater version of ourselves, but when we have to go through things and grow through things, we lose ourselves. So I want you to think about right now and ask yourself, how can I, right now, start taking ownership? When adversity comes, because listen, adversity is coming for you. You are too great that adversity is not going to find you. Adversity loves to find greatness. So if you have a lot of adversity in your life, and I'm not telling you like the adversity that you purposely put yourself in. I call that negative adversity. I'm not telling you to you know, keep putting yourself through negative situations. But when you're growing on your journey and something comes in your path, you're like, where did this come from? When you start your journey, you make the change and maybe it's people talking about you or maybe it's people not supporting you. Like, man, I thought I'm just doing better with my life. Listen, I know this is true about greatness. Adversity loves to seek out greatness because adversity is an opportunity to show what you're truly made of. Who? Adversity is an opportunity to show that you're truly built for it. Adversity is an opportunity to show you that God got you. So when you're going through adverse moments, when you're giving your all to something, just know it's there to help you grow. Just know it's there to help you learn. It's a gift to you. And it might not seem like a gift because it ain't wrapped the way you expect a gift to be wrapped. It ain't wrapped in beauty. It ain't wrapped in perfect. It ain't wrapped in everybody loving you. Sometimes that gift is wrapped ugly. Sometimes that gift ain't pretty at all. But it's a gift. Because if you look back on your life right now, I challenge you. You can write in the chat. If you look back on your life right now, and if you can go back to your biggest growth moments in life, I guarantee you it started from your biggest pain moments. I know this is true. Share this right now if y'all feel this. I know it's late night, but we kicking it. If you go back to your biggest growth moments in life, I bet you it is tied to your biggest pain moments. It is tied to the moment you thought you couldn't survive from. It's tied to the moment you thought your life was over. It's tied to the moment that you went through the most, but you didn't surrender. And you allowed that adversity to fuel you, not prevent you. And so let that be confidence in your journey. I'm not saying, man, we should want to go through things and it feels good. It doesn't feel good. But if you can sit back and tell yourself, like I told my son, listen, this is going to teach you more than a win could ever teach you, if you allow it. With your permission, this loss can turn into your greatest win because it can teach you things that no victory could have taught you. I know the tears hurt. I know seeing other teams celebrate. But what if you went in your future and your future said, listen, I can give you this moment of celebration, but it won't help your life. It won't help. Oh, this is powerful, y'all. Mm. Please put yourself in this situation. I told him, I said, what if you can go to your future self of life and life said, listen, I can give you this big moment of celebration to win your championship. And I know it's going to feel good, but I know what you've been praying for. I know what you've been hoping for. I know what you want in your life. I can give you the celebration or I can give you the temporary disappointment. And what if I told you that temporary disappointment is going to change your life forever in the most positive way? That temporary disappointment is going to be the foundation of you being the greatest you. That temporary disappointment is going to actually push your life to higher heights that no victory could have ever done for you. There's going to be victory in this loss. There's going to be victory in this disappointment. There's going to be victory in this setback. And I guarantee each and every one of us, we would choose a disappointment. So everything that is happening to you is happening for you. You have to believe that. 
everything is happening for the good in your life. But you have to be able to renew your mind. You have to be able to tell yourself it will get better. You have to be able to tell yourself it is getting better. You have to be able to tell yourself, yes, this is just a setback that sets me up for my comeback. This is not a loss. It's only a loss when you don't learn from it. It's only a loss when you give the, when you give the gift of responsibility to someone else. Mm. It's never a loss. When you say, you know what? I learned from this. So that relationship that might have quote unquote failed, that wasn't a loss. Even though it hurt you, even though it changed you. Even though it was one of the hardest times in your life. But if that made you a better person, if that made you dive deep down within and find the greatest you inside you, that wasn't a loss. That was a lesson. If you're the person watching this like me, you lost your dream. That you've been working so hard for. And you're like, what am I going to do with my life now? I want to tell you right now, if you look at my life, me losing my dream wasn't a loss. It was a lesson. It was a lesson that helped me find who Trent Shelton truly was. And now you're getting experience as person because of that loss. But the thing that I did is I gave myself permission. And that's what I want to give you. Yes, give yourself permission to cry. Give yourself permission to hurt. Doesn't feel good. Give yourself permission to question. Give yourself permission to do all those things, but also give yourself permission to rise above. Give yourself permission to take ownership. Give yourself permission to say it all starts with me. I'm no longer blaming them, her, him, they, it. I'm no longer blaming that no more. And I'm putting it on myself. Because when I take the responsibility, I take my power back. And some of you watching this live right now, the only thing that's preventing you from moving towards better in your life is you haven't took your power back. That's why you feel powerless. Right? We feel powerless because something has our power. And for most of us, what we're doing is we're waiting on that something to bring us back our power. No, you got to go take it back, baby. You got to take it back. And you take it back by giving yourself the what? The gift of responsibility. I cry, I hurt too. It's a part of the journey. You're going to go through moments where you question life, probably. You're going to go through moments and, and ask God why. Like, God, why I got to go through all this pain? Is this a part of the plan? Why pain got to be a part of the plan, God? But oftentimes I believe God is preparing you for something bigger. Something bigger down the road that's even a more precious moment. That's a more crucial moment. And maybe it's the moment where somebody needs you to be strong. Maybe it's the moment where somebody needs to find faith and belief. See, y'all got to realize the things that we go through is not just for you. I'm going through things in my life for my kids. And I can pinpoint it. Oh, that's why I went through that. So I can let my kids know that there's better. So I can let my kids know that there's more. So I can let y'all know. But what you go through is not just for you. It's for you to be the light in someone else's life down the road. It's for you to be the blessing in somebody else's life. It's for you to be the encouragement. It's for you to be, hey, I've been through this before. I know how you feel, but I promise you. I promise you. Your situation gonna change. I promise you, you gonna get stronger. And you say it with confidence because of the things that you went through. So I know it doesn't make your situation feel better when you're in it. These words, I know it doesn't make you, you know, even change your situation. But hopefully it's shifting your perspective just a little bit. Hopefully you're seeing a possibility 
and your tomorrows. You're seeing the possibility in, in everything that you went through and why you went through it. You're seeing the possibility to grow from it, learn from it, get encouraged from it, get strengthened from it, find your power from it. But you got to be able to take that ownership in your life. And I know it's not easy, y'all. I know it's so easy as human beings to blame. Since we've been kids, we've been trained to blame. Oh, it's her fault. It's his fault. They did this to me. We've been trained like that. And I still see it in athletes today. I still see it in adults today. If you listen to conversations, it's always somebody else's fault. And I had a conversation with somebody I love today. And I said, no, we're not going to blame anybody. To me, that is the weakest form. I'm not going to uh, for me. That is the weakest form of living life is to blame somebody else when you didn't prepare yourself. And this is just switching gears, y'all. Listen, we can't blame when we don't prepare because the moment is gonna, oh, oh my gosh, I'm getting off here after this. This is powerful, y'all. Give me another five minutes of your time, man. I gotta get out this hot tub. Another thing adversity does, y'all, is it exposes. It exposes who you truly are at your core. And listen, I'll be the first one to say there's some adversity in my life that exposed that I was a baby, that exposed that I wasn't really built like it. I'll be the first to say that. But the beautiful thing about adversity, which most people don't see as a beautiful thing because it hurts, adversity will expose who you are at your core. When you go through adverse moments, when it's easy, when you're winning the game, when life is going great, there's sunshine and rainbows, it's easy to celebrate, it's easy to praise, it's easy to believe. But adversity will expose your true character. Adversity will expose who you are at your core. To see if you really built like it, are you pretending to be? And there's times in my life I'll be the first to say that I was pretending to be. Because I went through some, through some adversity, I wasn't built for it. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I was. But the truth is, it exposes it. And what you often see in life is that when people go through adverse moments, their character goes out the window. And I always tell anybody I'm around, including myself, take ownership over that. It's okay, you're human. But all that's exposing is how you prepare. All that expo all that exposes how you like how you like if you really truly believe. You know, I coach athletes and I see it all the time. When they go through moments, the true version shows up. And when I tell him, I said, did you prepare for this moment? Are you working hard outside of this moment? Or are you just trying to win the moment just because you think you deserve it? And I want to tell y'all this in life, man, a lot of us, even adults, human beings, we think we just deserve it just because we deserve it. No, you deserve what you work for. You deserve what you pray for. You deserve how you prepare. You deserve what you do behind the scenes. Like, that's what you deserve. And even then, you still don't get what you deserve often. But you can't say and get pissed off and mad that things didn't go your way when you were shortcutting in life. Some of us think we can just turn on a switch when adversity hits. And it don't work like that. You can't turn on a switch when adversity hits. There's no switch. Adversity exposes who you are at your deepest level. Adversity exposes who you are at your core. There's no switch you can turn on. It's too late. Right, that switch is created in the preparation. Why am I telling y'all that tonight? Right now, I'm preparing for my adversity, y'all. I'm out here talking to God. I'm out here doing a mental reset. I'm out here doing a spiritual cleanse. I know it might sound deep and ain't really in that deep, but I'm preparing myself for my war. I'm preparing myself for my adversity. So when it shows up, hopefully I'll be a little bit stronger than I was last time because I know it's coming at some point. 
I know adversity is coming because I know the road that I'm on is a great road. I know the road that I'm on is a purposeful road. I know the mountain I'm climbing is a beautiful, purposeful mountain. So I know adversity has to be here. It's like we said at first, adversity is attracted to greatness. Adversity is attracted to purpose. Because that's what it, that's what those things are built with, is adversity. So really adversity is working for you. So all I want to tell you is how are you preparing? So the third thing to remember during hard times is I got to prepare for these hard times. Because when these hard times come, I can't just rely on, you know, instincts at that point. I tell my kids, you got to trust your training when adversity comes. What's trusting your training? How you prepare. I was at a game today. I'm going to be real with you. A lot of kids got exposed. It shows that they don't train right. It shows that they're not taking ownership over their 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 uh, their training. It shows that they probably are cutting are cutting corners. And I would tell them that. It doesn't sound good to hear that, but adversity showed me the truth. Adversity points out the facts. And so you can keep complaining. You can blame everybody else. You can blame the coaches. You can blame everybody else. Or you can say, you know what? I need to build myself for this moment. And that's how you change in life, y'all. We got to change this message of like blaming everybody. We got to change this message of finding excuses for everything. Because that is not how you change your life. You change your life by what? Giving yourself the gift of responsibility. I train my kids to take the gift of responsibility. They know you better not use an excuse. You better not put your situation on somebody else. Ever in life. You take ownership. But you prepare for those moments because it's coming. So the question I ask as I leave here tonight is how are you preparing for your moment? How are you preparing for your moment of adversity? Listen, I'm going to just keep it straight up. If you ain't praying, man, whatever you believe but in my faith, if you ain't praying, if you ain't doing moments like this in solitude, just talking to God, spending time, figuring things out, working through yourself, if you ain't reading, if you ain't taking care of your body, if you ain't doing none of these things, y'all, don't be surprised when adversity exposes that you ain't built for it. And I'm not saying that even if you do those things, you'll still be ready for adversity. But you got to give yourself a chance. And most of the people in this world aren't giving themselves a fighting chance. You're just sitting back, sitting on your hands, expecting life just to give you something because you feel like you deserve it. And I've always told you, you deserve exactly what you settle for. So don't settle for less. Settle for your greatness. Right? Don't settle for less. Settle for your greatness. Settle for the greatest you. Settle for your best life. And I know that's hard sometimes when you're not living your best life. But you got to look at your life and say, man, am I giving everything I have to set myself up for success? Ask yourself that question. And I know sometimes it's a mind thing. It's not, it's not just as easy as I'm saying it. I know. It takes work. Trust me. But you got to ask yourself, am I setting myself up for the success that I said that I want? Am I setting my relationship up for the success that I said that I want? A lot of us, we want a successful marriage, but we put no work on our, in our marriage. So when adversity hits, it falls apart because we don't spend time learning each other. We don't spend time peeling back the layers that life has put on each and every one of us. We don't spend time actually peeling back the layers on friendships. I got to do better at that with my friends. Understanding who they are. We don't spend time in the human experience of like understanding people. We spend most time judging people. We spend most times in reaction mode instead of prevention mode. We going somewhere tonight, y'all. This is one of these powerful ones, man. We spend more time in reaction mode instead of prevention mode. What does that mean? In our relationships, we react. That's why we start arguments. That's why we have these issues and problems. 
prevention mode is having the conversation before the situation. It's asking questions, being open and honest, open and honest, having a safe space for your relationship. Being able to talk about what you're thinking about. Being able to say, you don't appreciate this or you appreciate that. But a lot of us, we don't even do the, those things. And we, when adversity hits, we fall apart because we're not preparing ourselves for the adversity. Same thing with our kids, same things in our friendships, same things in our business. How are you preparing yourself? How are you preparing the relationship? How are you preparing the, the business? How are you preparing? And preparing is this. It's not the sexy things. It's not the cool things you post and you get likes for. It's the things that you do behind the scenes that say, you know what? We're going to be in prevention mode instead of reaction mode. And the thing that I see when people lose, when people lose in life, when adversity hits, is every single person has this in common. They're in reaction mode. Every single person, they're reacting. We're losing the game. I'm pissed off. I'm getting technical. I'm reacting. It isn't going my way. I'm reacting. My marriage isn't going this way. I'm getting divorced. I'm reacting. I'm reacting. We react. That's all we do is react. The kids ain't doing what I want them to do. I'm reacting. And none of us take the time for prevention. Because you know why? The majority of this world, I would say 80% of people in this world, don't give themselves the gift of responsibility. So, hopefully tonight served you in some way. It was on my heart to press live. I don't know who this live was for. I don't know if it was for none of you. Some of you are one of you. But hopefully, this helps you. And hopefully you start licking, yourself, licking at yourself in the mirror and seeing power, man. You know, if you're not in the best health of your life, go get in the best health of your life. Go to the gym, walk, work out, train, eat right. Right, do those simple things that, yeah, okay, Trent, but this isn't how, eat right. I'm talking to myself too. It starts with there, because I'm telling you, what you put in your body controls a lot, of, a lot about how you feel. Most of us are dehydrated, walking around, and we wonder why mentally we're drained, we wonder why we're aggravated. Some of us, we just need to drink some more water. <laughs> that's it. All right, take care of the things that's in your control and watch how your life change. Give the gift of responsibility to yourself to love yourself. Can I be real tonight? Some of us has given that gift to other people. We give that gift to our husband, our wife, our kids, our friends, the world to love us as they should. But the gift of that responsibility, the main responsibility should be yours because you set the tone for your life. You tell people how to treat you by how you treat yourself. So that self-love is setting the tone for everybody else. So when people see me, they see me taking care of me. So you know I'm not gonna allow you to come in my life <laughs> and not treat me how I treat myself. I refuse because what you settle for is the life that you end up living. And I'm not settling for nothing short of greatness in everything that I do. Do I fall short? Absolutely. I fall short a lot, but I still aim high. I fall short a lot. I don't let my missed shots keep me from aiming high, y'all. I want that for you. Somebody can write that quote. Don't allow your missed shots to keep you from aiming high. Don't settle for aiming too low. Some of us, we've been phenomenal at hitting the mark, but that mark has been too low. You lowered your standards. You've been phenomenal at settling for less. You've been perfect at that. How are you been be imperfect at going to get your best life? Because I know even in that imperfection, in that pursuit, you're still gonna produce a life 
that is greater than being successful at settling your life. I promise you that. But you got to make a decision right now. That's right, Michelle. Michelle knows settling leads to suffering. That's right. You got to make a decision right now, though, tonight and say, you know what? I'm going to give the gift of responsibility to myself. And if I was you, I would write down a list. I would say, you know what? Who, who, have, who, have, who have I been unfairly given this gift of responsibility to in the last week? Just write down that list. And you don't have to have a conversation with them. Just say, you know what? I'm going to go kindly take it back because it's mine. You ever had to go like borrow something back that was yours? Like your neighbor borrowed some sugar or something and you got to borrow it back and it's yours and you feel kind of timid to ask for what's yours or somebody owe you some money and you got to borrow back the money that you borrowed them? <laughs> Anybody ever been there before? I know I have. And you feel timid like, dang, like I want to go ask for it back. But it's like, it's your money. It's your sugar. It's yours. And so I don't want you to have a timid approach and getting your responsibility back. Go get it back. It's yours. You don't have to ask. You go get it back. But like I tell you at the end of every single video, it all starts with you. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, or take out your phone and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, or take out your phone and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242, yep, 2719. I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number, they're added to the group, and then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life, I text out surprises, 
all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it.